I'm Danny, that witch next door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the neighborhood. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm your host. I'm your guide, your mentor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And I am here to tell you that I'm taking the week off. <laughs> I'm taking the week off for Yule, for the holidays. And so I, I still couldn't leave you without at least popping on to the show this week because it is still the week of the solstice. So there won't be any any episode uh, coming out this coming Friday um, on Christmas Eve, whether you celebrate or not. Um, I still wish you all the safest, happiest times at this time of year um, and all of the blessings. But I won't be releasing an episode today, or sorry, I won't be releasing an episode on Friday. Just this little mini special episode today. We are calling today a bonus episode because it is short and sweet and it's a little bit off of our usual path because... Today, I am bringing the YouTube, what's normally the YouTube exclusive pre-show tarot reading to all of you listening on the podcast as well, whatever app you might be listening, whether you're on Spotify or Apple. Um, we are going to include you in the tarot reading today. You get to have the reading. And the reason why I wanted to open this up for everybody outside of YouTube as well is because we are going to do an end of year reflection with each other. Um, okay, that's what we're going to use the deck for today. I thought that this would be a perfect and beautiful time for this. Today is the winter solstice. Happy solstice to you. Happy Yule. Merry Christmas if you do celebrate any None happy in general holidays, okay? Um, I personally celebrate a big mashup here in my family, but one thing that's really popular this time of year is at the end of the year is a year ahead reading, okay? Whether that's using astrology, tarot, or both. Um, I think that these serve a lot of purpose and can offer us a lot of clarity and a lot of preparation even. And I really, really believe that reflection readings that really look back on the past and where we've come from, um, that I think holds just as much value. I do want to make a note that we do have a visitor from the Toots Dog here, if you want to take a look, everybody. She is chewing on her bone, and normally I would put a stop to it, but she's just really enjoying her time, and we're just here for a reading. It's a bonus episode. We're loosey-goosey, so if you hear goofy little noises in the background, it's the pup. It's the pup. It's the co-pilot. Oh, it's the co-pilot. Okay, everybody, I invite you, please... Wherever you are at right now, whether you're sitting, whether you're standing, really try and make sure that your weight is as evenly distributed as possible so that you feel really, really rooted and really grounded, okay? Really evenly centered, wherever that may be. 
That's easy. I want you to close your eyes if you really feel called to and if it's safe. Everybody with me now in, in light of this beautiful, wise, wise Capricorn that the sun just moved into. Okay. We really were just gifted a lot of wisdom. Okay. I love, I love Capricorn energy. I want you to take a deep breath in. Exhale all of that out. And I want you to really harness into the sage that is Capricorn, into this gift of wisdom. We also are starting out our day in a moon in Cancer. The moon will be moving into Leo this afternoon. Uh, I think it's around 3 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, 2.53 p.m mountain time today. The moon will transition into the sign of Leo. So we specifically have a cancer into Leo transition and progression today. So I want you to really mull on the two energies of cancer and Leo and picture kind of what that transition looks like in an aligned way for you. Okay. How do you move through that energy? Transitions in astrology can feel a little bit abrupt because every neighboring sign is pretty different. Um, than one another. But how can you bring that transition into alignment for yourself today? I can almost promise you, I can promise you that if you allow and you really harness into that Capricorn wisdom, you will find the answers to that alignment that you seek. Okay. So now that we are nice and grounded and centered and opened up, I really, really want you to open yourself up to any messages, any insight that you may be needing right now when we think on and reflect on this past year of 2021 that we all just experienced individually and together collectively as well. Many, many, many layers. Let's see what the deck has for us. As always, although if you're new to the pre-show or to the show's tarot reading, um, I am using the Deviant Moon Tarot deck by Patrick Valenza. If you're watching YouTube, don't forget to go hit like on the video and subscribe so you don't miss my readings. If you regularly listen to my episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you don't um, catch the YouTube videos as often, uh, you are kind of missing out. There really, really is, um, there's a lot of really good information and insight that comes through every single pre-show tarot reading. And you can ask everybody that's already on YouTube that's been listening to all these readings they 99% of the time perfectly coincide with what we end up talking about in the episode anyway. So I think it really gets you in a, in a really special mindset um, to really listen to the episodes in their fullest. So even if it is easier for you to listen on the go, I do encourage you to make a point to at least go back and watch the pre-show tarot readings at least on YouTube because they really, really are so powerful. And Today is no exception. So we've got a message of three cards here today. And this deck, the artwork, if you've been watching, you know how beautiful this deck is. So you don't want to miss it. Um, this deck is based in surrealism and kind of the human subconscious and human psyche is what the artwork is supposed to really depict and, and represent. And so 
I think that this is perfect for this time of year. The end of the year is such a time warp to me. So it's very, very surreal feeling. I, this deck is perfect right now. Chef's kiss. So first and foremost, as we're reflecting on the year of 2021, the first card that we pulled here is the upright king of wands. Now, when we are looking at the king in any suit, the king and the queen really represent these co-masters of their suit, aka their journey, okay? Um, each of them bringing a really, really important half of the mastery, okay? Both each, the queen and the king. The king brings very action-based types of traits here, okay? This is what we would call like divine masculine energy. So we are very initiative here. We are very action-based and action-oriented. This is very assertive energy. And on top of that, we are in the suit of wands. We're in the fire element. So now we're really amplifying all of those qualities. We can literally in, like picture ourselves turning the heat up on a gas stove, okay? Really, really turning up the actual heat here. The king of wands is a master of all of his movements, okay? Everything he does, the word does, the word do, to do something is sacred. And the king knows this. Everything we do is sacred because our time is our most valuable, precious gift. By far, it's our most valuable, precious asset to every single person time, how you spend your time. So the king knows that our actions are therefore just as sacred and just as divine because it's how we fill those moments. Okay. It's how we fill time. This really, I, I loved this. I am excited to tell you what I see here is our guides and our higher selves telling us, Hey, did this year feel like a shit show to you? Are you wondering, did anything you do actually matter? Did any of your efforts mean anything? And this to me is a really big, beautiful, divine yes. That what you have been doing really, truly does matter. Okay, really. He knows that everything he does, again, his actions are through divinity. He is, especially in wands here, we are led by sacred instinct. Um, and we've talked about this on the show a few times before. There is commonalities between intuition and instinct, and there are distinctive differences here. I am very specifically referring to divine instinct, okay? This is a big, big thumbs up to me right out of the gate in this reading, like, no matter what we threw at you, whether it totally hit your expectations, whether it was totally out of left field, you've been leading with your best foot forward. You've been leading with a heart-centered approach, okay? We're, we're in the element of fire here. This is some seriously divine action on your part. I want you, before we even get into the next couple of cards, I do want you to give yourself a really, really big, big hug. And you could do a pat on the back. 
You don't have to consent to hug even yourself if you don't want to. You could give yourself a high five if that feels more comfortable. Whatever it means, I want you to give yourself some kind of praise because this really is, I mean, especially if you're watching the show, look at how harmonious this card is, okay? There, there is so much wisdom here. And what is our big word of the day on the winter solstice moving into Capricorn? This wisdom, okay? So right off the bat, I love this. I love this. Good job, you. Good job. Man, it's been a hard year. For everyone I've talked to, it's been a hard year. So this was nice. Now, that being said, let's kind of get into our, our shadow reflection. This was, this reading could not have been more perfect. Okay, so let's get a little bit into the shadows of this year, okay? Because we got the hanged man in reverse. Now, before we get into the reversal, I would love the opportunity. I'm gonna totally take this excuse to gab about the hanged man card really quickly because this is by far one of my most favorite cards in the whole deck and it might be my favorite. Um, it's hard to master. The energy of this card is not easy. Don't get me wrong. I, I struggle with embodying it, but its message means so much to me. So the hanged man, when this card is in its upright position, the figure that we see here, the hanged man, is upside down, okay? It's an inverted figure. And most decks, um, especially if we're going off of the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, the figure's legs, one leg will be the leg that it's actually physically hanging by, and the other leg is usually bent at the knee showing, um, it almost gives the illusion of the number four. It looks like the legs are making an upside down number four. And there is so much, I mean, obviously there's so much symbolism packed into every card. But when I say that for this card, let me put it to you this way. This is the card of Neptune. Okay. This is a card of Pisces. This is a card of surrender. And so that means that there is infinity. That's part of the symbology within this card is the concept of infinity. That's what I mean when I say this is freaking pack chock full of symbolism because what it represents in, it, in and of itself is both the duality of the most simple all the way to the biggest, most complex. This card represents the ultimate trust and surrender to spirit in our universe and ultimately our existence in general. This card to like really water down its meeting <laughs> um, is like the phrase lean into it. You know what I mean? Like you're on for the ride, just lean into it. That's that's a really simplified version of what this card means when it's in its upright position. And that's why it means both our universe in a complex, ginormous, infinite, you know, idea, all the way down to the most simple black and white concepts. This is truly surrendering to your entire existence, just leaning into the ride. When we get this card in its reverse, number one, what's interesting about this card is that now the figure that we're looking at is right side up. And let me ask you, 
please, I hope you're watching the video. Look at how much this changes the nature of the character. Here's it in its upright position, which means that the character itself, he's upside down. When I turn the card to its reverse position, and now we see the hanged man looking like he's standing upright, isn't there this eeriness about it? Suddenly, something that was so much about surrender and trust, right? It's got these really big, beautiful concepts in it. Now we have a whole different vibe. Now there's like a little bit of eeriness. And eeriness must mean something's making us feel, dare I say it, scared. Now we start operating from a place of fear. Now we not only stop surrendering and trusting, we try to hyper-control our environment. I have crazy goosebumps right now because this was so, this reading was so meant for you. This reading was so meant for you today on this winter solstice, today on the day of entering Capricorn, because what, what is one of Capricorn's biggest shadows? The need to hyper control everything, to control everything out of fear of failure, death, destruction, whatever it is. It definitely comes from a place of, you know, I want to make things right, but it doesn't realize it's totally operating from a place of fear. Okay. And so this tells me that when we're thinking about our year in reflection of 2021, it makes a lot of sense. Don't get me wrong. We've been, we've been. A lot has been asked of us. That's the, that is such an accurate way to put it. And I want you to like realize how profound that is when I say it, because it is. A lot has been asked of all of us. Really going on more than a year by now, but you know, we're really focusing on the last year. When we, when so much is being asked of us, when we are being asked to trust in our intuition, um, in our authenticity, in, in what we know is right and aligned for us. And we're being thrown all these curveballs and these tests, you know, really, truly testing our conviction, quite, quite honestly. Um, it is scary. It is a challenge not to start operating from a place of fear. It is a challenge not to at least try to start somewhat controlling your environment and specifically attempting to control things that you deep down know you can never control. The hanged man in reverse is a lot of fear and there's a lot of fear here. There's been a lot of fear and I can feel it. And I get this gets brought to me in almost every session that I have I think that it gets really watered down this way, unfortunately, but maybe we're, it's not watered down. Maybe we're all feeling desensitized to this phrase, but you know, these are uncertain times and that's great and everything. Like I get that, that that's supposed to be this reassuring, like we're all in this together and no one can predict. I totally get that. But when we're being realistic about it, like the effect that that has on us when we've been in uncertain times for the amount of time that we have. And it just keeps fucking staying uncertain. Uh, I want you to know right now that it's super, super normal. 
um, that you've been feeling scared, that you've been feeling this like almost like impending doom, especially if you're part of the spiritual community, particularly the astrological community. If you've heard about the upcoming United States Pluto return in 2022, um, Again, I get it, but either way, it has a lot of people, a lot of us operating from a place of, of fear. This tells me, um, this message, when it comes to really facing some of the shadows of this year that we had a really hard time trusting in the process and trusting in ourselves, you ended up doing it. You got the king of wands. You ended up doing the sacred do. Like you really did. God, you made some good fucking moves this year. I'm proud of you. There are people, there are beings and energies that are proud of you. This is a great card. There's also a big message here that like you have courage. This fear is unnecessary. Okay. You can trust. You can trust in yourself because you did it already. You have tangible progress. You have tangible proof within yourself how far you've come and everything that you've done. You can trust. You can trust that whatever the fuck that Pluto return brings, you are going to continue doing what feels aligned for you and doing your best and putting your best, most sacred divine foot forward. That's all you can do. I mean, really, that's a big lesson of Capricorn, okay? A big lesson going into winter. It's the winter solstice. We are officially, now keep in mind, the days officially are gonna start getting longer and longer, which is amazing. But we have a little ways to go. This is technically the darkest and coldest part of the year until we finally get to the spring equinox, okay? So there are more dark times coming simply because this is the dark part of the year. God, if you have seasonal depression of any kind, you know that just in in general, all of this other like global and collective things aside, you know that this is just a hard fucking time of year. No matter what, you're entering the dark time. It's hard. I want you to bring the light with you. I want you to go back if you didn't already and listen to that amazing Yule episode that I did with Maddie of Paragon and Bone, okay? It was Tuesday last week, exactly one week ago. It's episode 029, okay? Go listen to it. And if you did already listen to it, maybe listen to it again today because... That is what Yule is all about, is bringing the light with you into the darkness, okay? Bringing this fire, bringing this courage and this strength that you have shown yourself you've done all year and you're bringing it in, okay? Let's stop trying to control everything and looking like the creepy upside down hanged man and actually hang upside down and look at peace. Look like we're at peace and serenity with ourselves and the universe, that's that simplicity and complexity duality. Lastly, last card, okay? Guess what? It's fire again. It's wands again. And this time it's in the page. And page to me, just so you know, page of wands specifically, this is Sagittarius energy to me. This is really curious, exploratory um, fire energy specifically. Um, because the page is still on the move, that's what gives me that very mutable uh, kind of feeling. Sagittarius being our mutable fire sign. Um, there is also this vibe of still being on the journey. You've come a long way and you have learned, but you honestly still got 
a ways to go. And I want that to be exciting for you. I want that to be exciting for you. I want you to have the bravery to take all of this fiery energy, light a torch, and step forth into this dark part of the year, standing in solidarity with yourself because you know that what we do as individuals, we do in all aspects also experience as a collective, right? All of those many conjoining layers of our universe. Our soul's journeys are so, so incredibly individual and we are born here together, right? The collective, the collective is really, really, I think that the collective community, these are some of our most valuable assets to carry with us. This is what I want you to light your torch with, okay? Where do you seek and find community? Where do you seek and find truth? And when I say that, what I mean is where do you seek and then find yourself naturally being your most raw, real version of yourself? Where does that happen and who does that happen around? Okay, because that is what really gave you so much fuel through this year. Okay, that seriously, even if it's one fucking person or like one platform or like one community or group that you're a part of, even if it was one thing, good Lord, this gave you some like infinitely sustaining energy. That is Page of Wands. That is Sagittarius mutability, by the way. That's fire mutability to me. I mean, there's some, there's some longevity there. It's similar to fixed fire in Leo, which is very sustaining. This is more seeking instead of sitting there and sustaining. This is, a this is, again, either a group, a network, a person that you do have to kind of seek out and reach out to. It might not just always physically be there the way that, again, like fixed fire might be. Um, in Page of Wands specifically, I really, really see this as something that you need to seek out. It's something you already have been um, utilizing. That's the best word for it. It's something you've been utilizing. Um, and again, even if that's a person. Keep in mind that though this is a reflection reading, we we gather so much advice and insight for moving forward whenever we do reflection. So especially being the final card in our spread, I feel so much advice in this card. I feel so much direction and guidance in this card. Um, especially, I mean, look at the figure physically walking forward and using the two... Uh, the two wands that the figure has as uh, walking sticks, basically. They, they're, if you're not watching online, they're, uh, they're standing on them like stilts, basically. I almost said crutches. Definitely not like crutches. <laughs> they look like stilts. <laughs> uh, this really, this figure is venturing like across ice. It, look at it. You have to tread lightly on ice. Man, you've got to have some precise divine movements, don't you? There's still divinity here. Just because the page isn't the master and the king is one of the co-masters doesn't mean that all the figures, just like all of us, are not divine, right? Like the page is just as divine. He just, he is just at a different part in the journey than the king is. And I think a lot of people, this is the hard part at this point of the year is you, you want the year ahead spread to tell you that like, 
you know, you've mastered a lot. And so you get to head into it being a master. And then it feels a little bit daunting when it's like, wait, but I still have to enter the year as a student again. Yes, my friend. And that is why we are given this advice card of the hanged man in its reverse, which is essentially telling us this is out of balance and needs to be brought into balance, especially for the year moving ahead. Um, Lean into that cycle. Stop fighting the cycle. Stop getting pissed about that. Stop getting mad that you're not a master. Stop it. That's why I asked you one episode, two episodes ago. It's been one of the most recent (laughs) astrology episodes where I told you, I know it feels like we want to like accomplish it all, but how, if that were the case and Capricorn, Capricorn teaches us this. If you want true unending success or true unending infinite growth, infinite growth, you have to lean into the cycle of student and master. It is part of the deal. You don't get to be one and not the other. As soon as you sign on to be a student, you automatically become a teacher because you're learning new skills and you have the ability to share them. And as soon as you become a teacher, you are therefore obligated, in my opinion, to also identify as a student. That's your obligation as a master. And that's why I love that question. Are you ever really truly a master? I think the answer, if you want my answer, I asked you that a few episodes ago, if you want my answer to the question, yes and no. To me, a true master is somebody that accepts and embraces the duality that they are both the master and the student at all times, meaning the newest of the new, the babiest of the lethal babes, and the expert at the same time. To me, you know who that really represents is the magician card. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the magician already, go look up that card, pull it out of a deck that you have, or look it up online and look at the meaning. That's a true master to me, is somebody that embraces and accepts that natural duality. Ugh. What a good reading. What a great episode. I am so blessed and so privileged to get to be your reader, to get to be your host and your guide and your instructor. I want to take time on this solstice to say the biggest, most heartfelt thank you to all of my neighbors. It is really hard not to cry. I love you all so I really love you all so much. (sighs) Every single one of you, (laughs) which is literally hundreds, (laughs) hundreds of you listen to these episodes every week. And every single one of you (laughs) is making this humble little girl next door, witchy girl next door's dream come true. And that's why I promise to take you into this new year and this new adventure with me. That witch school is big. (laughs) It is big. I am working with my amazing brand coach and designer, Kaylee Nauman. If you haven't already caught my episode with um, Kaylee, make sure you do. Uh, She is just like one of my favorite souls in the whole entire world, but she is helping me work on a lot of the branding and design elements for that witch school. And it is, (laughs) y'all, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to open the doors for you. 
but I do have to make you wait a little bit so that it's ready. So please do not forget to go join the wait list because early birds are going to get such seriously such a dope gift for being on the early bird wait list. Um, if you do enroll during the special early bird enrollment period, this is all going to start taking place in spring. Okay. We are going to be officially opening up that witch school in spring. I want you to stick around before that because I have a very, very fun, dreamy, enchanting, magical event coming up in Pisces season, I think, to really kind of light up this dark part of the year. So, you know, we're kind of, if you've noticed, wrapping up the Applicable Astrology mini-series. Keep in mind, we're always going to have Applicable Astrology episodes. It's one of my main content pillars. We're always, always going to um, throw it into the show. Um, but as far as like a really solid series, we're kind of nearing the end of that. So we're going to be coming back to some of our fundamentals of magic, learning more about different branches of magic and witchcraft and paganism in general. There's definitely going to be tons more magical guests that I cannot wait to introduce you to. Ugh, it's just going to be amazing. So no episode from me this Friday. I will see you next week. We're nearing the end of this calendar year. I have such a special New Year's Eve episode. I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be a Shadow Chats episode with Ashley, with our favorite girl of Starseed Shadows. So make sure after all the holiday craziness, you get back over here to the neighborhood and get to these next episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much again for being your amazing, amazing self and bringing your incredible energy into my space, into the neighborhood. Stay safe. Have a fucking blast this coming week. Okay. Have the best, most amazing solstice. I'm sending all love and blessings to you and you stay magical out there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Witch Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, I would be really grateful if you would head over to iTunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions, keep those comments coming. You can send fan art suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one -on -one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week.